Welcome back to the Magna Vita. I'm Alex Olson, and every week we listen to hours of the best podcasts about personal and professional growth so that you don't have to. We present the best practices and principles empowering us to build a great life. Last week we talked about transitions and perseverance. This week we listened to more than 20 podcasts. The three best ones talked about core values and learning. But first, for the bonus for this week, it's the 26th week and so that means we're halfway through the year already. It's hard to believe how quick it's gone and just wanted to take a moment to step back and to think about how our goals have gone, how our year has gone. And I think it's always great to take a moment to think about what do we want to change. If we're happy where we are, then we don't need to change anything. But if we want something more, if we want something different, then it's powerful to plan that out and to think about how we can get from where we are now to where we want to be. Recently, I was listening to a podcast and they talked about focusing on one thing you can do this summer. And I really like that idea of breaking down our big goals into smaller steps. And also I think it's crucial to find an accountability partner to help you. And remember, we shouldn't try to fix ourselves, instead we can fix our environment. So if we're trying to lose some weight, instead of trying to have more willpower, we can get rid of the bad food in our house. So hopefully this will help us this week as we think about what we want for the rest of the year and how we can make the most of it. The first of the three podcasts for this week comes from Beyond the Uniform. Just as a quick reminder, it's a military podcast that's focused on helping veterans transition into civilian life. But we all go through transitions and changes in our life And so I really think it's applicable to all of us. And this week they interviewed Ken Falk and Leon Tackett. These two gentlemen retired from the Navy after more than 20 years of service. And the first thing that stuck out to me, and they talked about it throughout the whole interview, was the power of having a purpose of something that's bigger than ourselves. So currently they're running a wellness center for veterans to help them overcome post-traumatic stress and different challenges of the transition. And it was interesting, they both joked about being retired because they, they said their wives would talk about how hard they work and how many hours they're working. But it was great to hear how much they love that work. And it was a powerful reminder of the power of service and of doing something bigger than ourselves. It doesn't have to be something as big as running a wellness center, but it can just be something small that we do once a day to help someone in our community. The next point that was interesting was Ken talked about how after 21 years in the Navy, people still wanted him to stay and they gave him a hard time for leaving. That was such a powerful lesson for me that people a lot of times will be against change and there will always be someone that will be against whatever we're trying to do, but we have to do what's best for us and for our families. And the last point from this episode was the power of core values. 
They both talked about how the core values from the Navy have guided them throughout their life. So from the Navy, the three core values are honor, courage, and commitment. I really like those and I think if we follow those three values, we can have a really good life and we can be satisfied, fulfilled, and we can give back to those around us. It's the same with the Air Force's core values, which are integrity, service, and excellence. And so I think these have been really helpful for us as we've been making decisions and they're a good, um, they're a good guide for everyone in the military. But I also think it's really important to think about what are our personal core values and not to let someone else define those for us, but instead know what they are for us and to let them guide us in our daily life. The next podcast from this week comes from How I Built This. They interviewed Jeremy Stoppelman, who founded Yelp, the extremely successful and popular review site. And the first lesson that I really liked from this was how big dreams attract the best people. Jeremy talked about when he was looking for a job in Silicon Valley, Elon Musk told him that his bank was going to take down Visa and MasterCard. This was before Elon Musk got into SpaceX and Tesla, before he started those companies. He had a bank as well that eventually merged with PayPal and was extremely successful. And I just like Jeremy said at the time, it was crazy to the things that Elon was talking about, but he wanted to be a part of it. And I think that's very similar to what's happened with Tesla and SpaceX is Elon has these incredible dreams and this incredible vision that a lot of people would call crazy, but it's also allowed him to bring in the best people in those areas. And it's inspired people to think about what they can do to contribute to that larger mission. And so I think it's powerful to think about in our life what big dreams or what big goals can we set for ourselves and how that will affect those around us, that we can be an example for them, but that will also bring them to us to help us accomplish them. The next part that was powerful about this is Yelp is such a successful company and it seems so straightforward and it's like it's such a great idea where you can go on and review restaurants or different places. But Jeremy said when he pitched his company to investors, he got laughed out of the room. People didn't take him seriously and nobody thought he would be successful. And in some ways they were right. He said that he launched the company, so he created this website and nobody came. And it took six months later that they had to completely redesign the website and release it again. And it, he had to go through those six months of not getting success. And in the, the larger picture, six months isn't that long, but I'm sure during those six months, he was questioning himself. He thought, it, I'm sure he questioned whether he was good enough, if he had the right idea. But I love that example of not giving up and that he kept working at it. So when he first released Yelp, he said that people had to ask their friends for reviews. And so if you're familiar with Yelp, it's really switched where now anyone can go on and write reviews about whatever they want. And so I think that's a great example of he had the right idea, but he wasn't afraid to change the small things. We talked about that last week. 
And what was powerful as well was he talked about all that rejection got him ready and how it was practice that helped him when he went out to investors for the second round. He'd already been there and he knew what to expect. So it was another powerful way of how he had reframed his failure and how he saw how it really had benefited and helped him. And I really like just a couple more points. Jeremy said it's human nature to focus on the negative, but most people actually like you and it's important to remember that. And he also said the last point, he said he was successful because nobody else was building internet companies after the dot-com bust and the bubble. And I think it's powerful to think about in our own lives where we can try to separate ourselves and where there's less competition. Not so that we can gain, but because if nobody is currently doing it, then that's a great opportunity to help people and to meet that need that isn't currently being met. The last podcast from this week comes from the Tim Ferriss Show. He interviewed Josh Waitzkin, who wrote the book, The Art of Learning. And because he's developed a a system and he's found what works best for him when it comes to learning, he's become a national chess champion, and he's also become a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And man, that's a hard word to say, so sorry if I mispronounced it, but I, I really like the overall message from this about how important it is to recognize what works best for ourselves. And when we do that, then we can set ourselves up for success. And one way to do that, Josh talked about the importance of finishing strong when learning something. And what he meant by that was when he gave the example that when we're skiing, he, he asked him what he thought the most important turns were. And so what he meant by that is when you're going on your ski run, what is the most important time to really focus and to do your best? And it might be easy to think it's at the top so that you get momentum or that it's during the hardest, most technical parts. But Josh said that it's actually when everyone else is relaxing and no one is focusing on their turns. It's at the end of the run, right before you get on the ski lift, the chairlift. And he said that it's those last three turns that are the most important because that's what we internalize on the chairlift on the ride up. I think that's a great message that when we're learning something new, it's gonna be hard and difficult, but if we can finish on a strong note, then that's what our brain will remember and we'll be more excited to go back to it later. The next point that he brought up was the power of having triggers that help us to get into our best performance state. So he gave the example that before he would go into a fight, he would, there would be a song, the same song that would play every time. And it was the same song he would listen to during his training. And so that would take his mind to where it needed to go. But it could be something as simple as having the same place where you study or the same place where you work every day. But those triggers, he said, can really help us to have our best performance. Another interesting principle, he said, was the practice of ending our day thinking about the most important question for us. And then we go to bed, our mind subconsciously works on it. 
and then we can wake up when we have the most energy and creativity and then we can brainstorm about that question. He said that this will help us as well to train our mind to focus on what's most important. But to do that, we have to get ourselves away from the constant noise that's around us, whether that's social media or the, whatever's on the news today. We have to take a step back and ask ourselves, is this really going to matter in a month or a year? And just two more quick points. I really like Josh said, we have to find and we have to search for what patterns are behind our greatest successes and our greatest failures, and that this will empower us to learn what works best for us. And the last point comes from Tim. He, at the end, was thanking Josh, and he said, thank you for showing us how to take the snow globe of life and put it down and let it settle so that we can see more. And I really like that metaphor that if you think about life, we constantly have so much surrounding us and going on but if we can just set the snow globe down, then it will all settle and we'll have so much more clarity and we'll be able to see what really matters. We hope that these tools and tactics about core values and learning help you or someone you know to build a great life this week. Thank you for the reviews and sharing the podcast and thank you for being here. We know you're all busy and it means a lot that you're here with us. So thanks again and we'll see you on Friday.